come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. Yes. Come on like, uh, and watch with me. And, uh, Scott Arkman reveals I'm not recalling exactly what you're talking about. Well, like, like he talks about how he like he like flew back home to Wisconsin for like a day, and then his girlfriend told him was like, "I don't love you anymore." And then he flew back to L.A. like after blowing all of his money flying back. To Wisconsin. Oh yeah, yeah. And so then he had no money, and he had to make money, and so he just learned how to. I don't know. Oh yeah, he learned how to out count cards. Yeah. yeah, and so and he like, just made money gambling. Yeah, like like thousands to... of dollars in months, and like, and then like was really good at that. And but then... we've all already seen on Comedy Bang Bang that he has like just crazy arithmetic skills. Right. Yeah, he has that, and then and then he has the the job like at the the L.A. newspaper, and he got so good at it that it like made him sick. <laughs> then he quit it. He was like employee of the month for like the best salesman. Oh yeah, and, where he was like a sales guy, and he just got so like racked by like how good of a salesman he was that he could sell anyone anything. Then he's like, oh, I gotta quit this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just I just love it when you stumble upon like super genius people that are like, oh, I didn't really anticipate some goofy improv comic to be wickedly smart in well, all of these regards. He also like built Earwolf from the ground up, <laughs> yeah, right, and like made an act. He's like the only person I think in the world who actually makes a profit podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, us obviously, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Like, we're yeah, rich right I mean, now. Like, yeah, exactly. we're staying in our grand studio, like which is like a part of like our actual like estate. I mean, like, we we give a lot of stuff about like how we treat Sam, but he does make six figures. Yeah, right. I mean, I yeah. mean and he's an employee. I so. mean, like, I mean, we say that he like lives in the booth, but I mean, it's like a two bedroom, like three, like two and a half bathroom booth. Like it is yeah, like right? like yeah. there's an upstairs to yeah. his booth. Sure, we don't let him leave, but he has all the amenities he could ever need. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, we have like drones that bring him food every like right. week yeah. and yeah, he's Sam's doing wonderful, he's you guys. Fine. Don't you worry about him. All right. Are we ready to start? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're ready. <laughs> we better start. <laughs> there's hey, a everyone. lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh welcome to another episode of I Want You to Watch This. Um I'm your host, Dennis, and I'm uh, joined by my two um, uh, punchable, I don't know, what's what's another word? Um, like, bloody, punching in blood? Yeah. Bloody punches. Gutsy. Gutsy. Yeah. Gutsy, Gutsy co-hosts. Gutsy's a good one. Yeah. Um, I think I said, oh my guts at one point. Yeah. Uh, well, Colin and Craig, how are you both? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm feeling powerful enough to punch through a human being. Guys. Yeah. Which happens several times in this movie like, that we it watched. It happens a lot. In this movie we watched is called Rikkyo, uh, 1991. Um, where is this movie from? Is this Korean? So it's based on a Japanese manga. Okay. And um, the directors are Japanese. And I think it was filmed in Japan. But there's like also, it's like a lot of the actors are, you know, also like Chinese and Korean. And they're, it's like kind of like. It's an international kind effort. of like, yeah, like this like. Uh, a, a pan Asian, Asian yeah, like, like collaboration. Kind of like, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And so, yeah, essentially it's about uh, Ricky who uh, ends up in prison and we find out over the course of the film that 
uh, essentially like so the world that we live in it's the far dystopian future of 2001 where all prisons have been like privatized and it's kind of like this like hellscape of dystopia because like it's pretty much just like people trying to make money off of prisons which is like you know we know nothing about here yeah no, no that doesn't happen anywhere yeah so glad that we learned from this yeah uh and so essentially uh it, it's pretty much the whole thing is about like the corruption and the violence of the prison system uh like on this um like to this like absurd and like outlandish scale um where again yeah people are like being punched through uh we find out over the course of the movie that uh essentially the prison uh guards and the warden uh are uh, are growing heroin uh or they're growing poppy and producing heroin uh, which is like you know being filtered out into the streets and so they're not only making money of the people that they're arresting they're also the people who are like providing the drugs for the people and uh and we find out that Riccio's personal story of ending up here was that he uh his girlfriend ended up like um finding like like involved with this like well she witnessed some like heroin transactions going down and she got caught by the drug dealers yeah and then she trying to escape from them like ran off of a roof and died yeah and then so he found Duh. like the the drug boss and ended up like punching his head in yep. uh, after taking five bullet shots uh which is like kind of a thing that comes throughout in the movie it's like it's the souvenirs he, he, yeah he kept the bullets like inside of him the whole time and he yeah. as a reminder of uh you know his girlfriend and what he's what his mission is in life to like avenge her and right and to like tear down this system of oppression and corruption yeah and it's very tongue-in-cheek and this movie knows what it is and like i love how like like all the goofy moments in it like it's flashbacks like the flashbacks of rikio with like his like uncle trainer guy yeah that like is like you you have superpowers let me see how strong you are with your superpowers and it's like <laughs> oh okay so you have superpowers and it's like all right <laughs> break all of these headstones and then i'm going to throw headstones at you and you're going to break those ones while you're breaking headstones <laughs> um yeah, so that's pretty much yeah the the sum of the movie is, and you know eventually he has to kind of like fight through like all of these bosses who are uh, so in the prison the um, there's like four different cell blocks based on like the cardinal direction so it's northeast south and west and each of these uh, like sections of the prison has like their own boss and they're all in cahoots with like the guards and the warden well there's the assistant warden and then the warden yeah yeah uh so yeah like the assistant warden is kind of like there like day to day (laughs) and he's there throughout like most of the movie um and then yeah it comes back and then the warden comes back i think like you know probably about two-thirds into the movie um actually probably about halfway through the movie well yeah a little more than half yeah uh with his like spoiled like What's his name? Uh, Gus. Gustav. Yeah, his, his his spoiled little kid who's like conservatively, he's supposed to be like ten or something, but is being played by somebody who's conservatively like twenty four years <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. I think he's older. like supposed to be older, but just like like a perpetual like man child. Right. Movie. Yeah. That's probably yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd buy that. <laughs> I love how fast um like uh, <laughs> the bad guy is changes in this movie. It's like oh, it's this like thug in this prison, you know, and like the bathroom, you know, like he's like the main bad guy. It's like no. No, he dies rather quickly. It's like, oh, no, it's like this guard. And it's like, no, no, it's not him. It's like, oh, no, it's the assistant warden. It's like, nope, 
No, it's not him either. <laughs> it's these <laughs> other. It's this other guy. Oh wait, no, no. he's going to fight this guy several times. Yeah, but it's still not him. Right. It's actually the warden. Yeah, right. and then the warden even is like not really like who he's like who you think he is because right. he like transforms into this like massive like, <laughs> like hulking beast, beast yeah. at yeah. the end of the movie. No, it's, it's very um, axe copy. You know? Yeah, it feels it feels very like written by a five year old. You know and. It's great. It feels so much fun. Yeah. Well, written by a five-year-old, like, but like directed by Cronenberg. Like the level of gore in this film oh, yeah. is beyond like anything you'll see in like the corniest horror movie. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's like it's crazy. Like it is well. So first of all, like, I mean, it is like based off of like uh, I think it's like a twelve-volume like manga series, uh-huh. and so like that makes sense. Like it's like, obviously like a lot of condensing yeah. that into what this is. Um, and I haven't read the manga, uh, which I might need to do after this because I had never seen this movie. <laughs> and I was like, I've been like, hearing about it like for years now, uh-huh. and like it's kind of hard to find. Like we ended up watching a dubbed version that was subtitled in Italian. So <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> we're just seeing the Italian go across the bottom. Yeah. Of, well, we're already watching this next level bonkers movie. Yeah. That's like super dubbed. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Wow. Such like strong American accent, you know, like, yeah. Oh God, I love that. You've got to get out of here, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> You've now, got to run. Well, now listen to me. I am the warden of this prison. Yeah. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Uh, man, there's so many like eyeballs getting knocked out of faces and like punches, like punch, like punching through like a stomach, you know? Well, yeah, like, like the yeah, that's like one of the first like so like the first time like the things kind of like take an escalation because it's kind of like mellow for a little while as it's like building up and then the first scene where things like kind of start to take like this like wild turn is when they're like um, in the bathroom, in the bathroom, and like this like older guy, he's kind of like you know. You can kind of, like, tell, like, you know, he's probably, like, in for, like, some, like, bullshit, like, nonviolent right. offense or whatever. Like, he was, like... Well, isn't he, know, they, like, going they on said it, it was something that it was, like, vehicular manslaughter or something, but <laughs> he got sent into this prison because the guy who he killed was a cop. Oh, oh I, I don't even know if it was wow. that he killed him. I think it was just, like, that the guy that he hit was a cop, and, like, then that was, like, what really got... Oh, it was just, him, like, he like, got into a car him. accident and, yeah. like... Yeah, okay. and then, like, but it was with the cop, and everyone, like, fucking corrupt in the society, and putting people in jail makes everyone money, so right. they find any excuse to put people in jail, and... Everyone's so, in jail. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, but it's, like, the moment is, like, you know, he's, like has, like, some, like, mandolin almost, it looks like. And he, like, literally just gets, like, slit, like, slit up his face and, like, takes off yeah, his it's nose. Yeah, like it's like a lathe. It's yeah. like a wood lathe. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it, that's more what it was like. It was, like, a lathe, but, like, with the blade facing, like, weirdly inside. It, yeah, yeah. It, it was a weird, yeah, yeah, the whole thing. But he gets, like, half of his face, like, taken off yeah. by this right. thing. And then, yeah, like, right after that, like, like, we ricky like trips the guy who does that and like fall he like falls on this like onto a board of nails which is there for some reason (laughs) it's just there (laughs) but this movie knows it doesn't need to explain why it's no (laughs) god no that would be a waste of time (laughs) um and like uh, anytime ricky gets in trouble or caught he's immediately thrown in chains and then breaks out of those chains. Yeah, I wish times. I kept count. It was. I bet it was over half a dozen. Like he times. just like stays in them, and then it's just like, oh wait, like what am I doing here? Right. And it's like, oh, I'm just gonna like stretch real quick, like um, not even like that hard, just like yawning and just like stretch, and then it's like, oh, chains are off. <laughs> <laughs> he does the same thing when he's like encased in concrete too. He yeah. just like flexes a little bit, and all the concrete breaks off. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, I, I really do uh, enjoy, like, the effects that are in this movie. 
it's one of those things where it's like for the time like obviously like you know they don't age all that well but like no. for the time like and for like what they had to work with like i feel like they actually did a really good job in terms of like cuts in terms of oh yeah uh, in terms of like you know like the one where um the first boss that he kills of like the south cell yeah um like his like godson like kind of like starts like build this like friendship with ricky after he gives him this flute and or a recorder <laughs> and, and then uh um the other boss like slices like the bottom half of his face off <laughs> and it's just like this like real quick cut where it's like you can like see like the like just kind of like how it was like obviously like, done like quickly because it was like what they had to work with but right. it works really well still yeah like to like just show that just getting ripped off no, the, the, the gore effects are like 90 percent of the fun of this movie it's just like watching how well they were done for like what they had and how well it all cuts together yeah. it, it makes for it to be like super fun to watch yeah. i like i like to think this movie is in the same universe and playing at the same time as um turbo kid yeah. yeah yeah absolutely like, like this well is... i mean like that was what like 97 was that was the future in that yeah. movie so this is like not too far no, like it's true. and yeah. it could just same be timeline. like in japan yeah, like it could be japan. like yeah like maybe they like lasted a little bit longer right like, and they're in new zealand yeah. or was that new zealand uh no it was america it was just a wasteland okay like, yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, um but like just the like, well like the gore is just so great and over the top like and you're right. It's 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 really well done. Like I truly believe that that boss was trying to strangle Ricky with his own guts. You know. Like, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. That that is like the I think the iconic moment from this movie is that he's fighting this guy and like he's losing. Well, this guy's fighting Ricky and he's losing, and so he goes to what you think he's gonna commit like seppuku and like he so he like stabs himself in the gut and like draws the blade across. But then he starts pulling his intestines out and says, like, we'll die together. And, like, starts <laughs> choking Ricky with his intestines. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. But this, this is after Riccio has had his arm sliced open and he repairs his arm by tying, reaching in, pulling out his veins and tying the veins together. I think it was the tendons. Oh, yeah, it was the tendons. Like his arm his like tendon. wasn't moving and his then he, like, ties so, the tendons. And so, then yeah, he, can, he reaches like, in, pulls again. out two ends of his tendon and ties them together right. and his <laughs> arm is back. But you forgot, it's also after the time that glass was thrown in his eyes. And he had to break a water valve that was on the ground in order to wash the glass yes. out of his eyes. <laughs> that, that's what I thought the mints were going to be. Like, oh, when they got oh, yeah. I, know, I was about to say, like, we haven't even gotten to, like, the actually grossest part what of this movie. What was that about? So it's I, like, the assistant warden... I just had to let this just wash over me. Whose name is a Cyclops Dan. He uh, <laughs> has one eye and one fake eye. And, like, he, like, pops his fake eye, like, in and out throughout the movie. At one point, he's, like, drinking a glass of water, and it's just, like, in the glass that he's drinking from. And then, like, at one point, he pulls the eye out, like, dumps it open, and it's, like, there's mints inside of it. And he just, like, offers <laughs> the guy offers some mints. He's, like, 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 you want some mints? <laughs> like, I, I thought he was going to pour out the thing and be, like, here, this, you can use this to blind him or yeah, something. Right, like. yeah. <laughs> or some poison. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like, I thought it was going to be poison or yeah. something. But, no. It's just like you want some mints, <laughs> but then he becomes like a runner. Like he just like is always chewing on his eye mints like, yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the movie when he's like nervous or something. And he like loses his mind when they like scatter all over the ground and he's freaking right. out. Oh no, my eye mints! <laughs> my mints! I need all my eye mints back in my eyeball. Oh, and then he gets his other eye knocked out later on. 
Um, oh yeah, he's yeah. like he just like punches his eye out. And yeah, I definitely feel like so. Yeah, we were talking a little bit like Black Dynamite. I feel like oh yeah, uh, Michael Jai. I think it's Michael Jai White or Michael J White. Um, has definitely watched this movie. Definitely, uh, I feel like Tarantino has. Tarantino this has movie. definitely like, seen this. Tarantino, movie. Would, a lot. I think he's just been trying to make this movie. Yeah, he's seen this because like it feels very Kill Bill in a lot of moments. It, it feels like, like a lot of his. Shit. Yeah. yeah, just with dialogue. Oh yeah, um, yeah. No, there's a lot. That this is one of those movies where it's like, oh okay, and it's like, um, I don't know, like I think. I expect it to make me feel like grossed out, you know, or like sick, you know, like, like some other movies like Peter Jackson's, uh, walking or what, what's it, what's that zombie movie he made a bazillion years ago, waking dead, waking, walking, Night dead. Of the living dead. No, no, that's, no, that's a... I forget the name of it. Anyways, it's disgusting. There's a lot, it's just gross, you know, but in this movie, it doesn't make you feel gross. I don't think just cause I think cause it's so cartoonish. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, 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 again, like I would have to like actually like read the manga, but I definitely feel like there's a lot of moments where you can like watch it and it's like, okay, yeah, this is definitely something that they pulled from like actual panels in uh-huh. the manga. Cause like, there's like the, like the scene where he like turns around like, and like swings the sword and like cuts through like half of the guy's face. <laughs> like I could definitely like see that like Def- in a yeah. manga, like 100%. Like I could picture that as a panel. Uh-huh. So, uh, I think that like, again, yeah, it is like like animated in that sense like where it's trying to like achieve that effect and recreate those scenes that were originally like drawn out uh. and so like definitely feel like they like work that into the aesthetic of this movie which is again like yeah the same way i felt like it was like oh yeah this is like so over the top that like a lot of the gore like doesn't come off as like you know like we just saw like annihilation like that right like, weird like bear thing was like oh, God. not yeah. like something that ever would exist in real life but like was also just like really disturbing and scary really like, shocking the, yeah, yeah. like the way that it was like created and like portrayed within the context of the movie uh, yeah, so. and there's stuff happening in this movie that's way more violent and like bloodier right. than that and you're just like ah so cool yeah. <laughs> well, it's like it's like a neville dean and taylor in that regard yeah you know? but it's, so. it's more approachable i feel than a crank or a crank 2 would be yeah you know it's not all i mean there's no prostitutes and <laughs> yeah it's less like grimy and less like sleazy and also like who gives a shit about the plot right you know oh, it's God. just like he's in the prison and he's gonna all... fight a bunch of people and get out like well, that's I, the plot and i think that's so, why like they do provide a lot of that at the top in terms of like they like there's not like a lot like, of like the themes aren't are like pretty much like laid out in front of you. As oh yeah, the, what, the, like, the themes are just laid out like, in the opening VO. Yeah, and that's it. And it's like, <laughs> like even like you know like the like the fact that like the warden is like or the assistant warden like you know he's like sitting like when we first come into his scene in his office it's like he's sitting at the table like with this like huge like smorgasbord of food in front of him and then and he also him, he has like shelves and shelves of porn yeah it's just like ah. that wall of like just yeah like i really porn. hated that office and like, it's like the color of the walls <laughs> the carpet the porn the yeah. tiny desk like how small it was it was so small and just miserable and like i really hated that office <laughs> well then the production design was working because I, I think so. you were supposed to hate that yeah, office you're, right. you're supposed to hate this character like it's I just expected it to be omnipotent you know like a, like a I don't know like a Al Pacino office from uh, the you know Devil's, Devil's Advocate. Advocate yeah <laughs> something ridiculous and but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's well, a I way that... Not really, because he's the assistant warden. Okay. Yeah. So, like, we still have to say that, like, yeah, this guy's not even important. Like, the warden is the real big man. All right. Yeah. All right. 
And I think that plays into, like, again, like, if this were trying to be, you know, a more serious movie, like, I think that, you know, a lot of those things would have been less, like, you know, a little bit more understated in terms of, like, these characters becoming, like, a little bit more of, like, caricatures because, again, they're from, like, this kind of, like, really, like, in-your-face, like, bombastic type of media. Yeah. Uh, And so... You know, like, we've seen movies, like, about, like, you know, the prison industrial complex before, and <laughs> it's, like, yeah. and it's, like, you know, there's not a lot to, like, laugh at in terms of the context of it, but, like, in terms of, like, what this movie's doing and in terms of, like, where it comes from, it actually, uh, they're, like, yeah, it's, it's entertaining while at the same time, like, very clearly, like, saying, like, hey, this is horrible, but, like, let's just watch all these people get the shit beat out of them. Right, yeah. <laughs> Because they're horrible. Because they're so horrible. You feel okay watching them get this shit. Just like, like, if you ever, you actually just, because so much in this movie does happen, just to let you know, you don't actually see anyone get the shit punched out of them, but someone's guts do get punched out of them. <laughs> and several people just get holes, like, punched through their torsos. Right. Yeah. And, and then they're still keeping Or, on. like, someone will, like, have their jaw punched off. And then yeah. they're, they're still keeping up. Yeah. Or just, yeah and they, like, they don't seem like that affected no. by it i mean they're like, hurt they're, but they're, they're still doing. And, and they'll definitely say you bastard right oh, oh man so many bastards Bastardi. Oh, Bastardi. Bastardi. <laughs> uh the, you know what this movie is also and like the more i think about it the more fuck yeah it is it's the first mad max it's, this movie is like a parallel exactly like just like mad max i mean with like the flashbacks of his like lover you know like his wife or whatever you know yeah but it's like mad max takes itself so much more seriously oh well, yeah i mean yeah <laughs> I mean, like, this, is, this is the cartoonish like first 100 percent. but i mean come on essentially it's the same thing you know it's just that this takes place in a and and and, and like rickio is kind of like a mad max character you know he's like a he's kind of like wandering now yeah you know like leaving the the prison to wander the wastelands of whatever this is 2001 yeah you know yeah because we never really get uh any context for the outside world um since rikio's gone into prison like everything that happens in the outside world happens in flashbacks in this movie right uh and it's all just directly related to like his girlfriend and what's happening just just like like, the first mad max oh yeah Yeah. so yeah so yeah you don't really yeah, I would be interested in a sequel to this if anyone out there is listening. That would be <laughs> like, dope. I would definitely hey, he just like, stumbles upon. But I, I, I would be interested in a sequel to this movie made now, but it has to be practical effects. I don't want to oh, see yeah. a yeah. sequel to this movie with any CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It'd have to be the same, <laughs> same level. You know, like, like I love how there's like, like everything takes place in the prison you know like it's weird when you know like the flashbacks like any flashbacks is like whoa it's outside of the prison that's weird you yeah know, like, i like that you know <laughs> well i love how we came back from like <laughs> well we are in the prison the whole time but you also forgot about that because after our meeting in the <laughs> in the uh, assistant warden's office there's like this protracted scene and then he's back in his cell and dennis says oh yeah he's in prison <laughs> <laughs> It's like you totally forget. Like you had this fucking long ass scene in the warden's office, and it's just like you totally forget what the whole movie is doing. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> He's in prison. <laughs> uh, no, it's man, it's a lot of fun. It's like um, I don't know. It's everything I love about like over the top, crazy action movies. You know. Yeah. Uh, this would be a blast. in how did this get made? 
Oh yeah, Cousins could make have a great time with this movie. Yeah, Uh, I also just want to mention that this movie like pulls from James Bond because the warden has like a gun that like shoots pellets into people that like inflate them with air and they explode. So he's just like, there's like five Kananga balloons (laughs) in this movie. Matt Gorley would just have yeah. To, Matt Gorley yeah. has to see this. He has to see this. <laughs> He's also got a hook hand too. He does. Like, he does. Which is like a weird like also Holy like shit, that's from the same hand. movie. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, and so he also yeah, James Bond both fan, of the, yeah, I think the guy that whoever made this was a fan of James Bond because they threw like two things from Live and Let Die. And then you know his like whole eye thing. Yeah, you know? it's very James Bondy villain. You know, there's a, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, the uh, the assistant warden is the the actual warden is kind of like this mysterious, just badass killer guy until the end when he like transforms into like a giant hulking monster that <laughs> Riccio still has not much trouble well, fighting. Not only him, but like also like the you know the the bosses of like the different branches of the prison are like good henchmen. You know, they're yeah, they are. Henchmen. It's very Bond like. Yeah, there's like, like these different henchmen weapons and stuff and like personalities. Oh yeah, like stuff. those uh, like those the strings. sewing needles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy who's got like yeah, basically like crocheting needles but attached to strings so he can like tie people up and swing them around and like and it's weird because it's like ricky is the only person in this movie that's like established as actually having like superhuman abilities well we don't know that well i mean but i mean that's like it's explicitly said that he has superhuman abilities but like also like the, the kind of androgynous uh cell block leader Oh, also yeah. seems to have some superhuman abilities because like he's the guy who Riccio has like the most difficult time defeating throughout the movie. He fights him like several times. Yeah. Yeah, that their their dubbing was like And he wondered <laughs> Go ahead. I was like he one hundred percent like has a crush on Ricky. Like Oh, oh yeah. absolutely <laughs> he does. Yeah. I think like one of his lines too is like after he like hits him in the death spot, which I was just like, wow. Oh, uh, again, uh, again, like, Quentin Tarantino definitely oh, saw yeah. this movie. Quentin Tarantino's so like pulling from this movie. But for some reason, that whole concept pisses me the fuck off. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why it's irrational, but like whenever they use it, where it's like, ha, I hit you in your death spot, and now you're gonna sit there till you die from it. <laughs> like, I hate that. I hate that so much. But yeah, like right after he does that, he's like. Everyone looks their best before they're dying, especially <laughs> you. Like, it was just like, okay, like, <laughs> just tell them how you feel, man. Like, there's no need for all this violence. Just yeah. Use your words. <laughs> they, they were eating a lot of scenery. Because Ricky is was... very pretty. Like, oh, Ricky, Ricky is a good looking dude. Man. Yeah. Like, and if it's like him and like uh, Baladeva and, uh, and, um, oh, yeah, yeah. And Bahubli. Yeah, like, uh, they just like both have those moments where it's like they like did like a back shot where they were flexing and just like you know gave yeah. me feelings. They got that. Like, they got that. They got that Bruce Lee fitness. Yeah. That, 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 that gives me uh, a great question to ask you guys: uh, Riccio versus Bahubali. Ooh. Who wins? Oh. We might need to just do like a whole episode on this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Battle Royale: Riccio versus Bahubali. Well, we right. know that Riccio could like punch people's guts out. Yeah. But I'm sure Bahubali could do the same fucking thing. I mean, yeah, like he like didn't he like stop an elephant and he ate several. He like like lifted yeah. up like <laughs> a he, cart, like he and, like, carried like a stone altar like into yeah. the river and he I mean Yeah. Then they have to 
We have to like do a little research. We're like, we'll go back and watch both of these movies again, <laughs> and then just do like a bonus. Honestly, I, I think it would just come down to Bahubali has reach on him. You know, like there's still, yeah, like, both like the same. Because Bahubali's got like, also got like equal skill with like any weapon in existence. Like Bahubali can use a bow and kill yeah. him yeah. from like a thousand yards. He's also like, got charm. Like Bahubali can straight up kill someone with charm. I mean, along. we never really saw Rikia. Like he never had the chance. You know, yeah, because he's in the it's prison. Like, there's nobody yeah. for him to use any. Charm on. That's like, right. I mean, no, there was the there was one, his, there's the last androgynous. No, he charmed. Yeah, he charmed the other boss. He charmed yeah. the boss. Like. He charmed the boss. But and there's the flashbacks with his girlfriend where he's they're just laughing and having a good time yeah. flying model airplanes. Yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, we never really got like yeah an extensive dive into like his charisma factor. We gotta we gotta see what his ability check in on. That would be a super so team up so we'll sure. we'll check in on that and we'll get back to you guys on the answer of Bahubali versus Rikia. I mean, I think the two of them could like easily take Thanos. I oh mean. yeah, like hundred percent right. Yeah. I mean, Bahubali alone would be a problem for the Avengers. Like, like I mean, I don't know, like Hulk, even Hulk might be like about the yeah. same. But I mean, the Hulk would be a problem for the Avengers. Well, yeah. So like, but Hulk is an Avenger, so that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they have a Hulk. They have it's like Hulk. one of the first lines yeah. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do we have any more notes on this? I've just, just got that it has movie. a seven point one on IMDb and eighty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes and an eighty five percent audience tomatoes. I expected the audience tomatoes to be higher than the Rotten Tomatoes. I did too. I mean, I was they're, both, they're pretty even. But yeah, I, that's pretty high too. That I think high. most critics look at this the same way we look at this. They're saying like, "Oh, it's like totally tongue in cheek." Like, right. Like it's there just for fun. Like, right. don't read too much into it. Yeah. Um. Cool. Craig, anything else? Uh, no, I'm all good. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for this awesome suggestion. I didn't know about this movie until you brought it. Um, I, I had only seen the the scene with the guts. Like I, I think I saw that in like one of those little clip packages they show, like before a movie at the Alamo. Oh uh, yeah. I don't remember what I was oh. seeing, but I was seeing something where they showed that, and I was like, oh man, we gotta watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have. So thank you, Craig. Did you see Isle of Dogs, because I feel like they'd probably put that before Isle of Dogs. Uh, at the Alamo just yeah. like Japanese things yeah. uh, uh, just throw it all together it's fine <laughs> it sounds like it. it's cool uh, <laughs> yeah no I um, I actually thought this was going to be like a serious movie going into it and it was not um, so I was surprised <laughs> I was like oh shit um, cool so uh, th- that wraps up our review of Rikyo. Um thank you and you're welcome <laughs> um now on the recommendations any kind of recommendations that any of you guys have i have i have one um uh i just uh, i'm kind of i'm i'm enjoying it uh everyone is playing Fortnite, and so i was like i'll give this a shot um it's fun it's a blast uh if you're into first person shooters and just kind of casually playing multiplayer games it could be for you um there's it's a hundred person match and you have one life so uh good luck but you also can like build stuff. Yeah, right? you can also like build forts and stuff, and like it's got like a Minecraft element to it, and uh, yeah, it makes for a good time. Um, I've had varying experiences every go. I've had matches last twenty seconds, and I've also had matches last like twenty minutes. So, yeah, good stuff. Nice. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I will recommend uh, Hari Kondabolu's new special. Uh, I believe it's called "Warn Your 
parents warn your family i think it's warn your family yeah i was looking i was looking at it this morning i didn't have time to watch it uh and it was actually kind of uh funny because i was like watching it and i was like wait this is a uh, warn your relatives that's it uh we got we're like warn like familial people warn your stepdad yeah. <laughs> um no it was like funny because as i was watching it i was like this sounds really familiar, but this is like brand new. And I realized that I saw uh, Harry like, I think maybe like six months ago or something like uh. that. Um, I saw him live here in Denver. And it was like, a, oh, a, so it was when he was working on the material yeah, for yeah. this set. And I was like, it was like still hilarious though. And I was like, I was like, this sounds really familiar. Like, where have I heard this before? Like, this is really weird. This is, I had to like go back and like check the year on it to like make sure I was watching the right one. I was like, okay, no, no, this is right. I just remembered that I actually saw this live. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty hilarious. Um, also just like some other comedians generally that I've like been into lately. Uh, Julio Torres. Uh, Donnie Chang, I want to say. He's on, uh, he's on, um, the Ooh. Trevor Noah show. Daily oh, show. Daily show. <laughs> yeah. Trevor Noah show. <laughs> the Trevor Noah show. You know, that one show that has Trevor Noah. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm getting his first name wrong. I'm pretty sure his last name is Cheng, though. Um, but he's also hilarious. Uh, Ali Wong is hilarious. I've been like in a really comedy mood lately. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of stand up. Um, so yeah, check out some stand up comics. Julio Torres is like seriously though. Like he's so like deadpan and like so like just like weird and like but his pre his delivery is just like so perfectly like deadpan that it just makes everything that he says hilarious <laughs> uh he has these really good bits um where he does um gift recommendations on um jimmy fallon oh okay and it's like one of like you know it's like a perfume but it's like the scent is like that feeling when you're in a room and a bunch of people are like doing things and you're not really sure where to help. And so you're just kind of huh. like walk, like moving back and forth and like, can I, and I, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's it, hilarious. So all of those things, the comedy, just comedy, Go well, absorb it. laugh more people. We need laugh more laughter. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it going with comedy. Cause my recommendation is John Mulaney's new special oh, kid yeah. gorgeous. Oh yeah. Which is hilarious. Like, he's got a great bit. And, like, the last, like, third of it or so is about, like, his um, <laughs> metaphor he's been using for Trump this entire time, which is like, a horse loose in a hospital. Huh. <laughs> he's like, you don't know what the horse is going to do. <laughs> and, like, and, like, I'm not really mad at, like, the stuff. I'm just kind of wondering why you opened the door for the horse. You know the horse isn't supposed to be in there. <laughs> and I'm also going to say um, season two of the stand-ups has got some really good stuff, particularly the Kyle Kinane episode oh, yeah. where he's talking about like um, white supremacists and the Klan and stuff and like, like uh, them having to keep the sheets really laundered because like, you know, at some point somebody's going to have a food stain on there that they're not supposed to be okay with that food. <laughs> Like yeah. that culture, <laughs> they're at the clan, the cross burning. We will with them, Derek. What is, is that, that guacamole? guacamole? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I, I'm 
stand-up. There's a lot of it out there, and a lot of it's free on Netflix. A lot so. of it's free on Netflix, yeah. Um, and your uh, podcast apps, too. There's a lot of free yeah. stand-up on your podcast. Oh, apps. yeah, and I'm sorry. Watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, people. Yeah, like, it's back. It almost... Oh, my God, you We guys. almost lost it. I was so scared. Like, I, like, there was like a whole day where I was just like, what even is the point? Like, Although, after five seasons, it's a good run with five seasons. I know, but like at the very least, it's, like, it's not even that it's... Like yes, it, it's definitely had a good run, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, can we at least like get like some closure? Because right. It's like yes. where where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been just really really horrible for them to just like be like, nope, nope, you're done. done. Uh, and so yeah, fuck Fox for yeah. that bullshit. Oh, yeah. for well, Fox um, is is yeah. notorious for making those kinds of bad decisions. Yeah. Yep. Fox has been doing <laughs> that forever. Yeah. And thank you, NBC, for picking it up. Yeah, NBC is generally better at yeah. better at making decisions in terms of their programming. Um, one more recommendation I have uh, since someone uh, mentioned Kyle Kinane. Uh, I'm listening to uh, his podcast, uh, The Boogeyman, uh, which is Kyle Kinane and um, one of his friends. I, uh, I'm sorry, I forget his name. Michael something, I want to say. Probably not that, because you know me with names. Um, <laughs> uh, it's great. It's uh, They go over, like, some, you know, like, a spooky story in the news, you know, like a ghost sighting on an airplane or something like that. Or at least they're supposed to, but it's really just them bullshitting and then, like, them, like, just just fucking like sidetracking themselves and then like oh yeah we're talking about this story and then they'll mention it and then it's like you know what really also bothers me and then they'll like talk about something else or whatever so if you're a fan of Kyle Kinane I highly recommend The Boogeyman um it's a lot of fun so yeah well yeah alright good yep yeah. alright what are we watching next what are we watching next um Tolan I think it's your turn. Your turn. Your choice. My, my, my choice. <laughs> your turn. Because oh, I did Annihilation and then, uh, and then Craig did Craig. Rikio. So Craig I think this uh, pans to the muncher. Ooh. I did not come with yeah. something in mind. <laughs> There's got to be a better Sorry. way to say that, but I, I don't know. Care. Just like <laughs> DJ Khaled in my head this week and then Smash Mouth. And I'm just like. Yeah. No, you guys didn't hear about that? Uh-uh. Oh, like DJ Khaled said he like doesn't eat pussy and then like Oh, I heard about Smash this. Mouth. Yeah, and then he I said s- that but he expects his wife to like suck his dick. Oh, and then, come like, on, man. Smash Mouth was just like, no, a real king like does it. Like a real king like goes down. And I'm like, yeah, Smash Mouth. Yeah, now, Smash we know, Mouth. now we know what that name's all about. Wow. Like, <laughs> I just, I, when you mentioned DJ Khaled and Smash Mouth in the same sentence, it's like, oh, DJ Khaled and Smash yeah. Mouth. I was oh, like, yeah. I did not exp- anticipate <laughs> what transpired. Oh, there. no, it was great because, like, for like uh, the like two days, it was just like the entire like dialogue on like Twitter was like The Rock chimed in on it. Uh-huh. Like, it was just like, everyone was just like, what is wrong with you, man? Like, <laughs> fucking reciprocate. Like, <laughs> don't be an asshole. <laughs> I love getting Twitter news from you. It's a, it's a nice little update in my life. Because I, I just can't pay attention to that stuff enough. I'm just like, ah, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to turn this off. <laughs> All right, Colin. All right. Um, I've been itching to do an old movie again. It's been, it's been a little while since we've done something old. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going to watch 12 Angry Men. Oh, the original. Okay. Sweet. I've been Angry wanting Men. to watch this. And I never have. Yeah. Um, cool. The original Twelve Angry Men. What year it's, is that? Ooh, I'd have to look it up. Uh, it's the Peter Fonda one, though. The so. Peter Fonda Twelve Angry Men. Yep. Um, so that's what we will be doing next week. So join us next week for Twelve Angry Men, the Peter Fonda one. In the meantime, they can find us on Twitter, can't they? I mean, I guess so. Yeah. If you if you want to, it's a it's a website, um, Twitter.com 
it's a website that like people tweet things at each other and tweets with these little messages and yeah they have to be like a certain length yeah, yeah. like a character amount and um you can send those tweets uh at our uh at all of us um the, the podcast itself at iwytwt uh you can tweet us individually you can tweet me at the debucks I'm at Catharticus. I'm at Cullen Munch. And you can find all of our episodes on any podcast listening app, like the one you're listening to right the fuck now. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, you found us. Yeah, I mean, you're already you're, listening to you're us. You're already just, listening Just keep to us. doing that. Just do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you can go back and find all other 72 episodes that we've done um, on this app. And if you find a little rate and review button, click it and rate us and review us. Uh, the best website for that is just honestly iTunes, just because of how long it's been around i mean hell they're called podcasts for a reason um but if you rate us a review we'll read it on air and it'll do us a great favor of growing our little audience excuse me and um um join us next week for 12 angry men you can find us on facebook facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash iwitwt where we discuss all of these movies and um hey if you have a recommendation you know where you can contact us and we will we will do that we're actually really good at that. We do a lot of the recommendations that people uh, throw at us. In fact, I think we're 10 for 10. We've done every single one that people have recommended us to do. We have done. There might be a few of them that there we are, done There are a yet. few stragglers that we right. still need to get but to. But that's just because yeah. we haven't done them yet. Um, but seriously, tweet at us. We'll, we will cover your movie. Um, uh, sorry if we don't agree with your opinion. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, thanks and join us next week. Bye. I want you to watch. Come on and watch with me. I want you to watch. I just watch this watch this movie with me. I said I want you to watch. Watch the fucking movie.